And that's why you should always do it with the lights off. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. We uh, found out that after setting everything up, that if we turn the lights down, we look great for the recording. It actually is like it's very artsy. It's yeah. very like yeah, kind of kind of digging the vibe there. Totally. So, um, well, how's it going? You know, I've been under the weather the last couple of days. I woke up on um, Monday with a sore throat, and I've been just kind of enjoying that ever since. It's a little better today than yesterday, but I got a gig tomorrow night that's not looking real likely. Stupendous. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Well, I know I've been dealing with a sore throat this week just because we're in the dirty south and the pollen count is just yeah. I think that's outrageous. what I think that's what mine is too. I've been taking um Allegra and Clortrimeton and so allergy stuff and it's been helping. So yep. I think that must be what it is. I have in the past had allergies that felt like the flu. Like I'll get a fever and and I think that's I think that's where we're at right now. Yeah. It comes for us all, unfortunately, but I hate that you're in a situation where you may not be able to yeah. give it your all. I'll wake up tomorrow and see how I feel. Gotcha. Nothing crazy on uh, on my front other than the thing that I want to talk about, mm. which, well, actually, I, it's two things, really. Um, first one being is I spent all of this week so far putting together our brand new website. Yay! For none of you who are paying attention to this, because how would you? Um, we had a we were on a different web host, and the it was a part of our whole like our podcast package or whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, um, never mind. And so then we were told that we had until March 31st to get everything moved over. And then the company was like, nope, it's March 1st. We were floating in the wind. And I appreciate all of the people who reached out and uh, told us that the website was down. I, I was unfortunately aware of that, yeah. but was hoping that not too many people would notice. So uh, quickly put something together. And I think it it's exponentially better than it was yeah. before that. Yeah. Has a little more of our... Uh, think our charm yeah but so if you if you haven't been recently go check out the all new coverbandconfidential.com uh to celebrate we are we're actually putting all of the digital products on sale on the website use the code new site 10 Boom. to save 10 percent off all digital products very cool so if your band was thinking about getting the blank band contract or the q packs or the ableton live templates now would be a good time to do it it's a deal. So, that's where we're at. Okay. So, uh, in the spirit of Dan not feeling super stupendous, let's just kind of get things yeah. going. Don't have any reviews this week. Oh, you know what? Uh, I do. I do want to say one thing, which is that okay. the new Reverend uh, Double Agent W um, came, and I've used it in rehearsal, and it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's it feels like gorgeous. there's there's like a we're having a bit of a pandemic of sorts in the yeah. <laughs> in the Patreon Slack yeah. channel yeah. because I think that's the second or third one that's been picked up in uh, the last couple weeks and it, it it's been this absolute chain reaction one person posted about it and it just snowballed from there yeah. so yeah oh another funny follow up we got an email from Dave Plisco who was like hey I don't have those XR18 things in my XR18 could you send them to me and yeah. I was like yeah so I did fair enough the end. What else is the end? We are no longer charting in Ireland. Oh. That's okay. We had a good run. Yeah. Maybe we'll be back. Right. So that's all that I got. Okay. Other than the thing that we're going to talk about. Let's do the thing. 
Okay. So what I had, I had mentioned this in previous episodes, but I got reached out to by somebody in my DMs and was like, Hey, my band is coming through Atlanta. We're playing on this date. If you are not playing, you should come check us out. And I was like, huh, well, I'm not doing anything that evening. Why not? And that person's name is Nick. And Nick plays in a group called Love Song. They are a, a Cure tribute. Nice. But they're, they've got a really interesting kind of model. And I want to want to kind of talk about it. And first off, really appreciated Nick thinking about having me out. So we got a sitter and Amber and I made it a date. Nice. And um, went and checked it out. And it was awesome. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I was expecting like my name to be on a list and we could just go in and watch the show. No. We had a reserve table Ooh. with like people like checking on us and stuff. It was very swank and it was a sold out show. That's prime real estate that yeah. was extended as a courtesy. And that's super cool. Really appreciated it. Yeah. You know, flattery and uh, like access will get you everywhere <laughs> with me. Yeah. So anyway, once we got there, first off, I saw a bunch of people I hadn't seen in a long, long time. Um, you know, going to see shows is hard when you play shows all the time. But uh, it turns out a buddy of mine was actually doing an opening slot. So I hadn't seen him in a while. got to catch up. Just basically just got to like socialize with people I hadn't seen in a while. Um, but here's what. So the run of the show goes, there was a band called First Wave. Then there was an acoustic set, and then the cure thing would start. We get there about halfway through the opener set, and um, we're sitting there, and they're playing all this new wave stuff, like old school Duran Duran and awesome. uh, Depeche Mode, and cool. uh, like all of it, just everything in that yeah. lane. They actually they dipped into the '90s. They did some Nine Inch Nails. Actually, they did Head Like a Hole, <sighs> and they did Creep and a couple of other. It's all kind of in the lane, but yeah. uh, that was really neat. And I'm listening, I'm watching, I'm listening, I'm watching, I'm like, man, the guy in that opener sure looks like the guy who sent me the invite. Hmm. And then it immediately, like, it occurred to me as, like, they're opening for themselves. Right. What they do is that uh, Nick runs kind of an agency, kind of like I do. And the one of the bands that he, he does is called Switch. And so Switch can play 80s switch can play 90s because you know what they're going to do if you need something else switch they're going to switch yeah which is pretty clever uh but first wave is a kind of branded part of that and the thing the band's crushing uh they've got this cr this awesome av playback setup everything's super clean performances are, are rock solid but i'm like all right if that's the guy that i know then this guy this other guitar player must be the guy who does robert smith but He's not dressed like Robert Smith and he doesn't have like his hair's all back and in a hat. Like that's weird. And then it occurred to me that that's the reason why there was that middle section mm -hmm. is that when one band ended, you had to have enough time for him to do his metamorphosis. Right. Uh, and things people may not necessarily think about, but uh, those of us who've done this enough kind of know the drill. So um, they ended with just can't get enough, which I thought was a very interesting choice. Because to me, it's not like big and bombastic and like a thing you want to like right. end with. But if you're the opener, it does make sense that you would like set it on. Uh, all right, I'm still ready to hear more things. Because, mm. you know, I feel like once you hear Don't Stop Believing, like you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, night's over. Exactly. So, yeah. So that all ended. They did. Then the, the headliner came out. Yep. And it was more of the same. Outstanding musicianship. 
the AV thing is just like blowing my mind. And I've been trying to get on the phone with Nick to talk through their playback system because I saw a lot of things. I want to make sure I confirm what I thought I saw uh, to see if I can glean any information off of it. But that's the whole point of this, though, was that uh, as a person who plays in an 80s band, my consumption of 80s bands is relatively low yeah. because I'm already doing the work. So having the opportunity to go and see another band uh, do something similar to what we do was really, really cool. Uh, and seeing them do it so well was very inspiring. And I saw a lot of really useful tricks that they were employing that I was like, okay, kind of like really. So it, while I was able to sit there and enjoy it, which was the big part, I was like, this is a great show. I'm having a good time. Yeah. I was also taking notes and sure. not just making a little, you know, oh, okay. So they do this thing. I'll, I'll keep, maybe I'll figure out a way to do that for us and that kind of thing. It was a really wonderful experience. And it, to me, reinforce the fact that like, we don't need to just be doing this. We should be consuming this stuff too. Yeah. As, as patrons, because it's, I, I, I don't think a lot of us have the time and that's totally acceptable. That's if you're playing out every weekend, it's hard to go see other people. And it's also hard to go and see other folks when you're in clubs every other weekend and going on the night off. Cause it could feel like work, yeah. but Ultimately, it was it was awesome in so many different ways. That's very cool. It's very cool. There's an art, I think, to going to a show like that and and being in both the professional analytical space and then just being there for the show. I think yeah, lean toward professional, right? I, and and I have to watch myself from being that guy, the musician in the back with his arms folded, judging everything, because um, that I don't want to be that guy. There yeah. are too many of those in the world already. Uh, but I'm always listening through like, wow, look, look at what they're doing. Look what I could learn, that sort of thing. And, and that's great. But I love that you said it was also like a really great time and the yeah. show was great. And I love being in it as a consumer. That's a really important way to think of it. Well, in, and to, for it to be close to what we do made it even better because they made a lot of choices that we don't, we don't make. Uh. uh, they, I don't know if they did a single song that we do. Huh? In their set, which was really interesting. Yeah. And the fact that it was going over like really, really well was very like, I'm like, oh, so I mean, like Amber and I looked at each other. I was like, we should probably start thinking about adding some other kind of tunes to this. Yeah. And, and they're, what they were doing as far as like song selection goes was no less iconic than what we would normally be doing. Right. Um, but like we had never done safety dance. Uh, we haven't played a bunch of NXS. We, we, we don't do any Frankie goes to Hollywood and like that stuff just like crushed. Mm -hmm. So it was, um, it was good for us again to kind of see how somebody else is doing it to, and it's going to steer our decision-making, Yeah, you know, for, for future stuff. Awesome. And then the other thing is that like, it's just good to support people. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like my ultimate takeaway was I, I went to a really cool club where we've played before, got to see people that work there and get some FaceTime, you know, relational capital. Yep. That's good. Yep. Um, got to see other musicians who I don't get to see very often doing something social. That was very good. Yeah. Got to see other people who are just there to be social and have fun. And then I got to see a band that kind of challenged my sensibilities and 
provided a lot of inspiration. Love it. And ultimately, everybody won, and we get to support people. So, um, I don't know if you if you are a consumer of CBS a Sunday morning. No, not usually. It's basically NPR for television. Uh-huh. Is that way I like to describe it? But it's on Paramount Plus. We usually watch it like the following Sunday or the following Saturday after it airs. Uh, but Mo Rocca was interviewing um, Jimmy Fallon, oh. and he was talking about you have this reputation for good or bad uh, about liking everything right and that some people think it's disingenuous because he's always like amped up when people are on a show and he said something that i thought was really really like cool and he's like i know what it's like to pitch a movie you know if you do a movie it's really hard you 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 put all this work in and it's two months to shoot and four months or four months to shoot and two months to promote or whatever it's like it's half year it's half a year when you do a project like that and you know how much work goes into it and know how hard it is. So people are coming on my show to sell something. And ultimately I want them to succeed because I understand the, how hard they had to work to get here. Yeah. And so that's just kind of his ethos. And I was like, man, that's a really good headspace to be in. We talk about abundance and making sure that there's room for everybody and that we, we aren't in, intimidated or, you know, uh, covetous of other people's success, but putting it into that, go and see other bands in your market because you know how hard it is to run a band and you know how hard it is to put on a good show yeah. so go and see other people's shows and and celebrate their success if they have a good show and participate it's going to uh, it, it benefits everybody yeah it benefits them it benefits you lots of positive feel, lots of positivity yeah feeling good about it's like it. a win-win-win indeed very good so that's those are my parting thoughts i like them Cool. Uh, yeah. So if uh, if that sums it up, I know you could. <laughs> you're gonna take uh, take some Nyquil. I'm a, and, yeah, uh, I'm gonna hit a Benadryl and crash. Is what's gonna happen. S- slither off yeah. into into oblivion. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and call it for that. Yeah, this will be a, a little shorty. So, uh, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. I feel like we've got some wind wind to our backs. Lots of stuff going on on the YouTube channel and and new faces and emails and DMs. And it's just, it's all all great. Um, so keep doing it. Keep, get in there. Stay after it. Participate. Shoot an email. Join the groups. Do the stuff. And you could also leave a review. That would be great. Or don't. Like, we're, I'm good either way. Yeah. We're not your dad. We are not your dad. We're somebody's dads. Yeah, but not yours. Just not yours. Yeah. Not this time. So we can't tell you what to do. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's all there is to it, thanks again. I'll call it for this week. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Wright. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of March 10th, 2023. Get better, Dan. Oh, I will. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. 
you subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of The New Strange, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M BAND. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit Cover coverbandconfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it. For Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida, that was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Always be performing!